Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. I think this is one of the most difficult truths for me personally in my own spiritual journey is doing the right thing, working hard, sowing to the Spirit, reading my Bible every day, going to church every week, praying, serving God, worshiping God, doing all those things. And then there are seasons when it seems like it's not doing anything. When it's like, well, what's happening? How come nothing's happening? But then I need to realize, oh, well, there's the time of sowing, and then there's the time of waiting, and then there's the time of harvest. Now, I do not like the time of waiting. (laughs) And I'm sure many of you don't because you're Americans, right? And this is a very valuable truth, though, to realize that it's not enough in your spiritual journey to be diligent, hard worker, right? But you also need to learn to be patient, right? To wait for the harvest. And that's such a powerful truth because there are going to be times when you feel like it's not working. It's not doing anything. I prayed for my husband three times last week. He's still the same old jerk. I mean, it's like, right? I mean, it takes time, right? And, 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 and so too with farmers. And, you know, I've talked to farmers and asked them, well, what if you plant and then you wait and then for whatever reason, the, the, the whole crop gets ruined. Like, well, then we starve until the next year. <laughs> I mean, it's like, I mean, you just have to keep going, right? Things don't go the way they want to all the time with farmers, right? The third thing these farmers said was successful farmers stick with it. They don't get discouraged easily. They don't quit. They don't give up. They stick with it, right? And I love that because that is a great picture for us. One of the farmers said successful farmers don't have to be the most talented or the most brilliant people but they do have to have perseverance, right? You don't have to be, and same same too in your spiritual life. You don't have to be the smartest person or the most, you know, talented person, but you have to learn to stick with it, right? Don't give up. Sometimes people in their spiritual journey, you know, they go through something, something happens, they don't like it, and then they get mad at God, and then they quit, right? That's kind of like a farmer when during harvest season, some bad weather comes and ruins their crop. And then, now the good news for most of the farmers in America you know, for the last couple hundred years, they didn't have any other choice, right? There was no government to give them free money. It was just like, okay, we just got to plan again next year. So it was a good illustration back then. Now, you know, it's a different story, but important for us to realize you got to stick with it. Don't give up because there are going to be times of waiting. That's why he says to us in verse nine, let us not grow weary while doing good, right? I could read that again. Let us not grow weary while doing good. For in due season, that means after a while, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So when a farmer's planting the seed, they, they're thinking about the harvest. And so there's a, a, a time of labor, hard work, planting, time of waiting, and a time of harvest, right? And, and this is so important because it's, it's true in every aspect of our lives. And, you know, if you're a married person, for me, you know, now that I've been married 36 years, we look back and my wife and I joke about when we first got married. And, and I think one of the greatest things for me was when I realized She's never going to think like me. Probably 10 years into the marriage, I remember thinking, what's wrong with you? Why do you think that way? Why do you do those things? And then when I came to the reality that she's not going to change who she is basically as a woman, uh, but, you know, it just made me realize, oh, but as I do the right thing and do my part, 
then eventually, sowing to the Spirit, there's going to be a harvest. Now, here's the great news. After all these years, uh, you know, our marriage is so much better than it was at the beginning, right? Because I didn't put anything into it. But now we've put so much into it, and, and, and it's really, uh, she asked me just the other day, she's like, aren't you glad to be married to me? I'm like, yes, honey. Such a wonderful thing to be married to you, right? We have a great life, and, uh, you know, and, and because we have the Lord in our lives. And, you know, because, you know, we have family members that aren't Christian. We have friends that aren't Christians. And we see all the drama that goes on in their life. And it's because they sow to the flesh, sow to the flesh, sow to the flesh. And then when years go by, and then they're harvesting the fruit of the flesh, which is heartache, drama, misery, sorrow. And, and, and then they're like, wonder what's happening, right? And this is a truth that most Americans don't understand. Uh, and he goes on to say in verse 9, let us not grow grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart so just as the harvest comes later when you're growing plants so too when we're when, when a person's sowing to the flesh now we, we, we talked about it with the spirit but also when people are sowing to the flesh the harvest comes later as well we've talked about this before if someone's involved in sexual immorality or or drugs or whatever and they say look i'm fine Right, because they think the harvest isn't coming. There are people who think, I can live in sin, do all kinds of bad things, and I got a good job, I'm doing well financially, there's no consequences today, so God must be blessing me. And the thing is, they're deceiving themselves that as they sow to the flesh, there's going to come consequences later. And they're misinterpreting God's grace as God being slack, right? That's what it says in Second Peter 3, 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some count slackness, but is long-suffering towards us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So I had a boss once that said, well, if I go out and curse at God, is he going to strike me with lightning? And I said, no, because he knows you're an idiot, and he's gracious towards you, right? I mean, uh, I remember he's just like, because some people think that, right? You sin, and then the consequence comes next day. No, it doesn't work that way sowing to the Spirit, and it doesn't work that way sowing to the flesh. It takes time. And so the Bible tells us don't be deceived. If you're living in sin, there is a harvest coming one day. And the Bible says it in Numbers 32 like this, verse 23. Be sure your sin will find you out. Now, in my mind, you know, there are a lot of people who thought, I can sow whatever I want and there'll be no harvest. A great example is Bill Cosby. Everybody watched his story, right? We all thought he was the greatest, you know, comedian dad in America until we find out that he was sowing to the flesh and then he reaped, you know, the consequences. And it is just tr so true for every person. You know, I thought Lance Armstrong was awesome until I found out he was cheating. <laughs> it was like, oh, no wonder he won. So I thought it's amazing that he wins so much. Oh, he's a lying, cheating conniver. I mean, oh, no wonder he won, right? But it's just so true with everybody. Now, the, the, the third truth we learn here is that you always reap a greater abundance of what you've sown. If you sow one seed, plant an apple tree, you get hundreds of apples. And that's true when you're sowing to the flesh or sowing to the spirit. Uh, and, and, you know, people who sow to the flesh think it's not true. And a great example is the whole marijuana explosion in America, right? Many states have legalized marijuana, and, uh, you know, they, they have no idea what's going to happen when we have generation after generation of young people getting stoned. I, I read an article from Dr. Uh, Daniel Amen, and the title was Facts About Marijuana. And he had these myths and facts. Myth, marijuana makes you happy. Fact, marijuana increases the risk of depression and suicidality. In 2019, uh, JAMA Psychiatric published a review of 11 studies involving 23,000 people. This review found that cannabis use during adolescence increases the likelihood of becoming depressed, having suicidal thoughts, or attempting suicide in young adulthood. In the world, when they sow to the flesh, 
they suppress the consequences. They don't ever, right? How many of you watched a movie this week where the people did bad things and then for like 10 minutes and then the rest of the movie, the hour and a half, was all the consequences of the bad things they did? They don't do that. They do bad things in the movie show. Oh, it's all great. Yeah, but it's not true, right? Another myth. There was a bunch of them. I just put a few in here. Weed is a natural way to calm anxiety. Fact, weed can make some people more anxious. Although many people do find temporary relief from anxiousness, not everyone does. In fact, it makes many people feel worse. Research in the Journal of Neurology shows that higher concentrations of THC are associated with increased anxiety, racing thoughts, fast heart rate. Common symptoms are, uh, are of anxiety have been noted in THC user. Another myth, cannabis makes you more creative. Uh, cannabis uh, cause induces psychosis. Although you may feel more expressive uh, while high from marijuana, you also have increased risk for psychosis. According to research, just look at the findings in 2019 study in the Lancet Psychiatry, which suggests that 10% of the new cases of psychosis may have been linked to high-potency uh, cannabis. The study also found that daily users of high-potency weed are five times more likely to develop a psychotic disorder. Now, that's the consequence. We read last week that recreational drug use, right? Pharmakia, we talked about the works of the flesh. Pharmakia, the Bible says it's sin, it's wrong. Why? Because it ruins your life. Now, the world says, hey, that list of sowing to the flesh, it's good for you. Every state should have legalized marijuana, right? Well, well why do they say that? Well, because they're deceiving themselves, right? Now, the good news is, sow to the flesh, you're going to reap the consequences. The good news is, as you sow to the Spirit, you're going to reap consequences, right? And as you're sowing in the Spirit, all the things that many of you are already doing, going to church, reading your Bible, praying, worshiping the Lord, serving the Lord, loving people, helping people, serving people, it's going to produce a good thing in your life. Don't grow weary. Psalm 1 says this, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper, right? That's what you have to look forward to. As you sow to the Spirit, as you do those things, right, your life is going to be fruitful. And you want to be putting into your mind good things. You want to be sowing to the Spirit, right? Because whatever you watch and listen to and read, whatever you're taking in, it's like planting a seed in good fertile soil, and it's going to grow, right? And we need to be reminded because the world tells us, no, no, you can smoke marijuana all you want, no consequences. You can do whatever you want, no consequences. It's not true, right? It's not true in the plant world, and it's not true in the spiritual world. What you put in, it's going to produce. Now, as you sow to the Spirit, you're going to have a fruitful life. And the harvest is coming, and just like the harvest is coming for the farmers here this fall, also, the harvest is coming to your life. Now, don't be discouraged if it's hard work, sowing the Spirit. Don't be discouraged if there's a time of waiting, right? It's going to be good. And so the harvest is coming to your life, and God wants your life to be fruitful. And, but sometimes we can get discouraged because we're impatient, right? Now, I don't want to ask you to raise your hand if you're impatient because we don't want to start deceiving ourselves. But uh, we're all impatient, right? <laughs> I mean, we want it right now. But here's the good news. When you continue to sow to the Spirit, you're going to reap everlasting life. You're going to reap a fruitful life. It's so good. It's so true. Now, when I first read this in my 20s, it was theoretical. But now that I'm not in my 20s, I know it's a fact. I see it in my family, in my marriage, with my children, with my friends, right? It's just the truth. And, and so I want to remind you in verse 7, it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. 
Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word today. And Lord, we are so blessed that you give us such great insight to life, how to navigate life. Lord, that whatever we sow into our minds and hearts and souls, that it's going to produce something. And we thank you for your word that teaches us, Lord, that we need to work hard and be diligent and be patient, Lord. And so we thank you for this time together today. We pray you would cause us to put these truths into practice, that your word would transform us from the inside out, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life-controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on the CW channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, we'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you and may you have a great day. Today is the day